Hey everybody, welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. We're here to talk about Nintendo, mostly Switch today. There's a lot of important news. Labo came out recently. We're talking about the future, our hopes for Smash Brothers, and a lot of online information just came out. But before we jump into that, uh, I just want to let you guys know that we are so grateful that you're here and uh, we want you to join in. So if you're in the chat on YouTube, make sure you do uh, kind of toss your thoughts out there. We'll refer to those chat uh, messages and uh, make sure you, you know, just keep the, the interaction flowing because that's one of the big things that we like to do here at the Nintendo Fuse podcast is interact with our audience. So uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, my name is Steve Cullum. I'm joined today by Greg. How's it going, Greg? Good. How's it going, Steve? Doing well, doing well. And also joined by Barry. Hey, guys. And uh, yeah, like I said, we're here to talk all about Nintendo. Um, We've spent some time with Labo, some of us have, and we're going to talk Smash Brothers and everything. But that's kind of a tease because we just had some breaking news. Uh, Nintendo has finally released a little more information about their online services for the Nintendo Switch. And uh, we haven't had a whole lot of time to talk or to read about it or research anything of it. But I feel like of the three of us, Greg probably has the uh, the most information. So, Greg, you want to kind of lead us through the basic information here about this online service? Yes, I'll go on right and do that. Um, on the Nintendo.com site, there's a online service tab now, and they've populated some of the boxes. So, obviously, generically speaking, it's like they talks about online play you can battle battle it out or cooperate with players around the world and in, in games like splatoon 2 arms mario kart 8 deluxe mario tennis aces and sushi striker the way of the shushido then they also have a very interesting box called save uh save data cloud backup so it looks like that my one ask from one of our prior mm-hmm. podcasts is coming true so you can save your data online for easy access and then it just says more details will be released in the future so that's unfortunately the all they have about that um they also have a, one for special offers and then they'll say to stay tuned on news for special offers and deals so who knows what that's about maybe it's some special discounted pricing um Obviously, they mentioned their awesome Nintendo Switch Online app, which I'm sure everyone's using for their (laughs) voice chat. So it's definitely going to be a thing going forward. They're not going to be changing that. And then um, finally, they also have Enjoy 20 NES games will be added for online play for the first time ever and more games to be added regularly. And then there's a learn more thing, and they have 10 of their 20 games already populated out so i can go through those and we can see if either you guys are excited which ones you guys are excited for so we have soccer tennis donkey kong like the arcade version mario bros again arcade version super mario bros that awesome watch title balloon fight ice climber dr mario the legend of zelda and super mario brothers 3 what are your guys' thoughts on those? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I've always, I've always wondered like what this is going to be like, of course, and and I think it's interesting uh, the game choices they have. I think some of those are are pretty um, kind of obvious. I um, 
you know, they don't actually mention uh, Dr. Mario, I don't think, in that list, um, but that's what it shows in the image there. Um, so um, games like that, I think, uh, games like soccer, um, they have online components, but it is interesting that they brought in stuff like Mario Brothers, or I guess Mario Brothers is pretty good and to do online as well, I only multiplayer, but The Legend of Zelda, like... Is that all? Are they all going to have um, online components, or only some of them? And uh, and you know, how's that all going to work? Um, so, but I think the the ones that I'm probably the the most excited. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious! Oh my god! You see this? You see this? We have captured Hassan, and we have brought him back. Yes, we are showing everybody that we have him here. We are not letting him go. <laughs> I I didn't think you were actually going to do it, Barry. Like I I, I I you know I'm a man of my word. <laughs> so uh, he's in an undisclosed location, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not bad. telling anybody where he is, but just so you guys know, I told you you're not letting him go, and there's the proof. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, if if you're not, uh, if you're listening to this later and you're not watching the uh, the live version on video, um, this is just your warning. Next time you got to watch the live version video because uh, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, um, hopefully you can go find us and he. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Uh, I'm sure that that's great. Okay. Let's jump back in. Oh man. Um, so yeah, I don't really know. Uh, kind of threw me off. Um, the, the, I I think it's cool. These games. I mean, I hope they were going to have super Mario brothers. I hope they're going to have super Mario three, um, you know, games like that, uh, sound fantastic. Um, but it is interesting. Yeah. Like even in the, 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 um, you know, the images and everything, it shows Dr. Mario in a couple different places, but it's not listed. So that's, I don't know if that's just an omission on their behalf or what, but um, yeah, I'm interested to see what the online components uh, are really like. in in those games, um, probably the one I'm most excited about is, um, I don't know. Oh, never mind. I can't read. I apologize. Dr. Mario's on the list. Um, you guys are probably like, Tell me next time I can't read. Um, probably the one soccer. I, w- I would like to play the original soccer game online with some other by- somebody else. That's 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 probably the one I'm I'm most excited about. Um, so I don't know what what do you think, Gary? Uh, Greg, is that like are you one that's that kind of gravitate toward more? Yeah, the sports games definitely seem to be the best fit for the having the the online multiplayer, definitely. And obviously Dr. Mario as well. I'm kind of interested to see how like a, like Donkey Kong and Super Mario Bros and Super Mario Brothers three is gonna really gonna be handling because it's a lot more alternating between turns and everything. So unless they're gonna be doing like this multiplayer like at the same time, like new Super Mario Brothers U type situation i don't know um especially the original Mar- super mario brothers game because if you remember you actually went until you actually lost a life so if you're, you're playing, just gonna wait <laughs> so if they don't fix that then you could be watching somebody beat the game and you don't even really get to play so that could be very interesting if they don't make a change or something to it that's true yeah, uh, Barry. You get anything that you're uh, that you think you 
you're going to be excited about, I guess, to play on this. Be sure he does not get on the camera again, okay? I told you. God, yeah. I'm sorry. I told them to watch Hassan and make sure he does not get access to the camera. I've just been on the phone yelling at them. I can't believe they let him do that. Oh, oh my God. I'm sorry. Anyways, so uh, what what uh, games? Honestly, I'm not thrilled. Uh, the reason I'm not thrilled is I feel the games are very safe. They're very basic. Uh, like you said, Zelda is not a, is on a, a multiplayer game so online components uh okay and like I, you know mario they would have to change mario so that it alternates for sure even if you beat a level otherwise you know you could sit there the entire time and watch someone beat it like you said um as for why i'm not thrilled i feel like the nes classic came out and it was popular and i feel like a lot of these are just nes classic games like they're very safe like they could pull more well-known, uh, you know, if Tetris isn't even there. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, that, that's that's the number one like go-to. Uh, you could even do other ones like Wario's Woods. You know, add to, and I wanted to see them add two-player components to single-player games, um, and and really make it something special. But it's hey, pay us money to access games. After you've already have it on virtual console, after you original have the original cartridge, or you have an NES classic, it really seems half-hearted. Um, it's also the fact that it's just NES games, and they really they've had enough time with this. All right, they've they've been focusing on the Switch. They have an SNES catalog. They have an N64 catalog. They have a GameCube catalog. They have a Game Boy catalog. And a Game Boy Color and a Game Boy Advance. There's so many untapped games that they can add multiplayer online to and make it exciting. You know, like the Nintendo download is every Thursday. Hey, let, you know, fine. These are the 20 launch day games. That's fine. But every Thursday, add five more games or something like that. Like, make it continue. And that, I think, will be good. Now, if they do what they originally said, like every month there would be a game, and like these 20 are for the launch month, and then there's a new 20, that's just going to piss people off. Like, oh, I was really enjoying Dr. Mario with my friend, and now we can't play it anymore. Well, that wasn't really worth the subscription. And you don't want to alienate customers. Uh, another thing, I know we, we, we didn't really talk pricing, but I did want to bring this up because I was looking through the fact um, there, there is different pricing models and they added something new, which they did not talk about before, which is a family group and a family group is like $35 and you could have up to eight accounts all on this family group, which, which that sounds great. However, and this is a big, however, it's not happening, uh, not happening yet. You can start doing it on May 15th. You can now create the family group. So I don't know how well it's going to work at launch, but it should be. You know, interesting to see if uh, if that actually does work, or if we can share. Like, hey, you know, we we each one of us buys it, and then we could share it amongst us. You know, does it have to have the same Wi-Fi connection, um, or can it be anywhere? Like Amazon Prime, you could get four people accounts, and you could split it. Um, that might be the way to go. Um, you know, hey, get a family accounts and split it amongst friends. So I'm kind of curious to see how open they're going to be with that. Yeah, I was talking with Steve right before like this launch, and I was like talking through that, and it was like we can create a Nintendo Fuse family, and like if we buy digital games, does that mean we all get to download the same game on our individual Switch? Because that <laughs> I don't know that could really up the ante on those that really are anti-digital, because that's like 
everyone gets their own game version of the game for $60 instead of all three of us paying $60 each for the same game. Yeah. And I know that um, like Xbox, I think is allows you to kind of share the game. It's not really there. So I know some, I know some friends that kind of do that on there. Um, they kind of share the, the rights to the game or whatever. And like one person buys it and they do that. I don't know if that's technically legal, but yeah, they do it. But um, so I feel like, you know, you could get something if that it's, it's allowed, they could do something very similar um, right here. And yeah, like we could create the Nintendo fuse family and there's seven people and maybe we give away some uh, memberships to our listeners. I'm, I'm not saying that's actually going to happen. Um, but, uh, but yeah, if we get five bucks a year per person, um, that's a pretty awesome deal. Even if it's not that great, it's five bucks a year and that's worth it for the, uh, the online saves, um, data backup alone for five bucks a year. I'd be willing to pay that. So, um, I think, I, I think some of these, some of these aspects of, of, you know, what they're going to be offering, I think is great. I think, um, the special offers, you know, it, it's cool that they're going to still continue to to offer things out there to members and everything. But I do kind of come back what you're saying, Barry, about the, the NES thing. It's interesting that that's all they mention is NES. Like it'd be different if they say like, you know, access to the virtual console library or something like that, that makes it a little more broad. All they talk about is NES games in the beginning, but then it kind of leaves it open, but they don't do that. They specifically mention Nintendo Entertainment System, and that's all. And so it does make me worry that that's all they're going to stick with for now, um, because there's so many great games, the SNES and 64, and they could even keep you know going up uh, if they wanted to um, with their newer consoles, especially, like you said, Game Boy. Um, it'd be awesome to, to bring all their, their classics into this, but I don't know. Maybe they're going to keep maybe they'll keep beefing up and you know, maybe that add to it. Maybe there'll be tiers or something that you can get later on that has access to this other stuff. I don't know. Maybe a mass, maybe I'm thinking too much um, of what they're actually offer. <laughs> you know what, what adds insult to injury to me? Um, and yes, I'm not going to say that adding online components to all these games is easy. And I understand that they're doing that and I'm going to give them credit for that. But there's one other time that I could remember, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, in Nintendo's history, where they have specifically used 20 games as an incentive. And that was the ambassador program for the 3DS, where we did get 10 NES games, and we also got 10 GBA games. And the selection on those games was significantly better than the, the selection right now. And that was back in, what, 2011? 2011. So yeah. you're looking at seven years later, you can't come up with a better selection of games. I mean, to me, that's just, it's half-hearted. Yeah. I don't know if it's half-hearted. I think it's going to be like, who's really going to want to download soccer like come Christmas time? I mean, that's not going to be like a major selling point for them to release it later, if you get what I'm saying. No, I, I, don't mean, think that, I don't think NES soccer is honestly a big drawing point. If you want to play soccer online, you're probably going to be playing FIFA 18 or FIFA 19 at, at, in September or close to September, which, which even though it's made by EA, has to be a better game than NES soccer. I mean, that NES soccer was not, like, amazing. So, no. Yeah, that's also why it's going on there now, because it could get more sales, downloads, whatever it is that they're doing with these. Well, it's but, going September. This all yeah. launches September. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, that, that's not going up now, and that's the problem. Yeah, if, if it was now, if it was a May game, okay, sure, whatever. But that's not the type of game that's going to excite people. And the sad thing is there's not many NES games that will. Zelda 1, Mario 1, Mario 3, they'll excite a few small people, but they did that already. They did that with the NES Classic. They captured that flame, and they burned it. 
and they burned it. And you know what? The NES Classic is coming back this this summer. You know, so people did not get the NES Classic. This, it's coming back out this summer, and now you're going to launch this in September. It's it's too much on the NES and too little, in my opinion. Yeah, Neostar uh, nine in the in the chat was saying that uh, we only have ten of the twenty games announced so far. So let's we we know that there are only going to be NES games right now. What other games would you like to see from the NES that are not in this collection of ten that could be possibly in that other collection that you, that would excite you, Greg? Did any big NES titles come to your mind? Um, well, I, Mario three is pretty much one of the biggest ones for me, but. Um ones that are not in the list i mean i mean i'm still a sucker for zelda too so i'm probably one of the only few people that would <laughs> but um let's see super dodgeball would be really good um spy vs spy i mean these are some third-party games contra yeah i mean some games that i still play on my nes from time to time yeah, you do mention a good point, though. Um, I mean, these are these are all first party games that they've announced so far. So, you know, are they only going to stick with first party in the beginning, or are they going to go third party? Barry, what do you think? I think that knowing Nintendo, they're going to stay first party. Now, what they should do is they should get third party. Now, you know, knowing Nintendo, and this is the this is what they would do. They'd be like, "Hey, guess what, guys? We got third party. We got Mega Man Two, and we got Mega Man Three. And people would be like, but the Legacy Collection just came out with Mega Man 2 and 3 and all the others. And they'd be like, but we have it online. And it'd be like, but it's a single-player game. And they'll be like, leaderboards! Pay us for leaderboards! But the Legacy Collection, I think, has leaderboards, too. So that's the way Nintendo of America, at least, would take it. Um, I would love to see third-party games on this. I would love to see them reach outside the box. Not take third-party games that were already put on the NES Classic. I'd like to see them go and actually get the harder-to-get physical games for people. Like when they brought Earthbound onto the Wii U Virtual Console, one of the reasons it was such a big deal, besides the fact that Nintendo of America actually acknowledged the Mother Mm -hmm. series, was the fact that that was an expensive cart. And a lot of people couldn't find it or couldn't afford it. And now they could actually play that game. So I'd like to see games like Little Samson. I like to see games like Fire and Ice. You know, I like to see like DuckTales 2 and, and Chippendale 2 mm. and, and games like that. Get Zombie Nation. Like get go after like the most expensive physical cards and get them out there for people to at least experience some of these games. Um, because a lot of the average person is not going to drop a grand on Little Samson. And yes, you could play it through emulation. And if you really want to, that's how you're going to do it. But this is like Nintendo's way of saying, hey, you know, check it out. We've got some games you may not have even heard of why don't you check these out like let's not stay in safe territory you have the entire nes library the people who really wanted to play those games have already played them and those that are curious have already found it so get games that people aren't thinking about say hey you know what i've never played that this is an extra incentive not oh boy mario 2 again just what i wanted to play <laughs> right because i have like uh probably at this point 10 copies of mario 2 and i played it on pretty much every system i have um so it's nice to yeah spice it up a little bit but uh that's enough with the, the online service for now speaking of games we have played what have you guys been playing lately greg what's been the the go-to games the last few weeks uh since our last podcast a uh, new game that just came out, Lightfall, was uh, by Bishop Games. Uh, I guess we'll be potentially be interviewing them soon, hopefully. 
fingers crossed. Um, also, I was still been continuing through Hyrule, uh, not Hyrule, Fire Emblem Warriors. Nice. Uh, the main ones I've been playing so far. Nice. Do you uh, do you recommend either of those? Like you like you know you get enough into them, or you're you're a pretty big fan, and you go to the point of recommending them? Yeah, I I'm already on like chapter seven or eight in Fire Emblem Warriors. Definitely think it's worth it, especially if you like Tyrol Warriors. It's obviously plays very similar, but it's all with Fire Emblem characters. So anyone that's a fan of Fire Emblem games, I would think they would probably enjoy it because they still bring over some of the quirks and the leveling up stuff and like the characters and getting the weapon triangle advantage against different enemies and you get to have use the, the Pegasus Knights and the horse riders. And so it's not just everyone on foot using weird abilities. So very cool game. That's Lightfall cool. is a little platformer game. So that's really neat. You get to go really fast and create platforms underneath while you're jumping. So it's a pretty fun game as well. Nice. Nice. Barry, what have you been playing lately? Uh, still working my way through Detective Pikachu slowly, but I, I, it's losing steam and there's just too much other things going on. Um, I did, uh, I did play through the new God of War, uh, which was, uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I loved the story of it, but, uh, Zelda kind of ruined the, uh, I still wanted to climb every mountain. Thank you, Zelda, <laughs> for, for ruining that for me. Um, but yeah, I do recommend that if you do have a PS4. Um, like Greg, I am playing Lightfall. I am in talks to try and get a an interview up this week with them, uh, so I have been playing through that. I'm not terribly far. Um, it's an interesting game. Um, I don't want to go too much into it because we're going to do a game chat on it, and uh, you know we'll obviously have an interview up uh, for industry talk. But uh, it's it's a lot of fun, and I would recommend uh, Lightfall for sure. Um, but that's I do want to play Donkey Kong. I got Donkey Kong. I was ready to play Donkey Kong. Uh, life happened as well as Lightfall. And I'm like, well, let me play Lightfall first uh, for the interview. And then I plan to relax a little bit and play Donkey Kong after. Nice. Although Shantae comes out tomorrow and it's like, oh, man, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Yes. Um, so I have uh, Barry and I have done uh, along um, with Mike. We did um, a game chat recently about Rogue Aces. So if yeah. you haven't checked that out um, on our channel, um, you can check out our game chat. We talk all about that. So we've been playing Rogue Aces. Also played Urban Trial Playground as well. Um, Barry and I have talked about that on our game chat as well. So if you haven't checked either of those out, you can hear us talk at uh, at length about both of those games. Um, but uh, and other than that, um, some other games that I've been playing kind of reaching back into um the history i guess the short history of the switch so far i've been playing a lot of uh having some parties and stuff recently with different different people so um playing a lot of jackbox parties um like the the party packs um so if you've not uh checked out any of the jackbox uh games they're a blast and uh i'm thinking maybe someday we'll we'll do something on our twitch or youtube stream or something like that with uh some of you guys and and play jackbox online because when it's one of those games that you could play from around the world um because you just play from your cell phone and you can't tap into uh the game that's running live on the switch so that's it's a pretty cool thing um i've been playing word search um and uh i got the the review copy for that one and um played it a little bit on the plane recently it's basic word search that it's not that exciting um but it's word search uh also played disc jam um which is basically just throwing this disc back and forth um so i'm eventually going to do a review on that one 
and uh, Breaks Are for Losers is another game that I've been playing recently. Um, so it's uh, if you're unfamiliar with that, it's kind of a top-down um, racing game, but you do have no breaks. Um, so you're just constantly going, even through the menus. Like you're just traveling, and and you have no breaks. So you just kind of run to the walls, and you have to make sure you don't run to the walls. You have to do pit stops or you break down, and and all these different uh, things you're picking up along the way. So kind of bunch of different kind of crazy games um that i've been playing lately um but speaking of which um i know barry you mentioned donkey kong it's come out recently um i'm pretty excited about it as well i haven't picked it up but uh i'm excited about it as well i loved it on wii u but my wii u is sitting over there you know collecting dust and it'd be great to you know be able to take it with me on on my switch and and play it at any time so um, I am very strongly thinking about about getting that. Um, Greg, uh, is there any of the games that you you haven't picked up yet, but are really excited about the last couple of weeks that uh, you're still thinking about? Yeah, I'm still on the fence about Donkey Kong. <laughs> Not <laughs> excited for putting sixty dollars towards a game they already had on Wii U. That I actually I didn't beat that one, so um, definitely that one has been on my mind. Hyrule Warriors, I think, comes out soon, and that's. Another yeah, one, it's like, do I double dip on that as well? But I'm already playing Fire Emblem Warriors. That's uh, too much double dipping, I think. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I might try to see what they have for E3 because they'll be like, oh, here's Mario Maker. And I'm like, oh, sold. Boom, done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barry, is there anything uh, recent that maybe you did pick up? I know you're trying to get a whole collection there, so I'm yeah. sure you probably had have all the games, but anything other than Donkey Kong that you picked up recently or you haven't yet, um, but um, you, you're pretty excited yeah, about? I, I, I do have them all right now. Um, mm-hmm. Darkest Dungeon came out. Um, that one, I I am interested in, in giving that a try. And uh, I don't know how good it is, but there's the Aqua Racing uh, Utopia, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm a big sucker for Wave Race, so I'm sure it's terrible, but it's kind of like appealing. Like, should I give this a try? Um, just, just for, just for the fun of it. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Gal Gun Two came out, but uh, I don't know if I could bring myself to to actually play that one. Uh, it's a little weird, especially on a Nintendo console. And uh, Wild Guns uh, came out. Um, that one, I, 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 it's a short game, uh, especially on beginner where you have an infinite continues. I, I do plan to crack that open and, and play through that. Uh, it shouldn't take me long. It's just Lightfall uh, is, is now my priority for this interview. And then after that, I don't know, maybe I'll do wild guns before Donkey Kong, but again, Shantae comes out and, uh, I want to play that. And I didn't play that on any other system. So I'm like, Oh, you know, it's too many games, you know? Nice. Nice. Yeah, so uh, so let's let's switch our our attention here um, because <laughs> that's true um, because uh, recently the Nintendo Labo uh, came out and and those of you that are are watching live or listening later you're you're probably seeing me even like hold this card this this case up and you're going Steve what are you what are you talking about you said you were not getting Labo. And I know, and I lied because I got went to Best or no, it was a GameStop, and I walked right by it, and I go, I don't need this. And the next thing I know, I'm putting it on the counter and saying I want one. So, um, yeah, I have the the ToyCon One kit um, from Nintendo Labo. Um, did either of you guys? I know Barry got it. Um, Greg, did you pick up uh, Nintendo Labo yet? No, I did not. I saw it in the stores, but I didn't 
wasn't didn't find its way onto the counter like it did for you. I don't, I don't know how you how were you resisted. I I was totally sucked in and was like, why am I doing this? Uh, man. Buy the big box and take it apart and fold it. <laughs> now, this box is huge, by the way. It's like I mean, I'm sure yeah. you've seen people like unbox it and everything on on YouTube and everything already, but this is like gigantic. Like I don't know how. Like there's so many pieces of cardboard in there. Um, it doesn't have anything on Guitar Hero, let me tell you. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, I remember walking out of GameStop with with game, Guitar Hero, and it's like this. Rock especially band. if you got the the drums as well. Yeah, like the big box, so it's like like a suitcase size. Right. <laughs> um, so Barry, Barry, have you got any chance to uh, actually play around with Labo yet? No, I, I got the Toycon one and two. Um, I'm actually looking right at them; they're they're behind my computer. Um, but they also came out the same day as God of War, and uh, we're doing a lot of house uh, rearranging and construction right now. So the last thing we need is extra extra cardboard pieces to get damaged or just taking up more room. And even though it is a big box, they take up a lot less room as flat cardboard pieces. So we're probably going to save that till after everything's done. Then we'll we'll mess around with it. Uh, we definitely want to. We've seen some really great creative videos. Uh, I really want the UPS carrying case. Um, they, yes. I, I was talking with them through Twitter, and they said that they were debating releasing the uh, the format for it, like the, the diagram. Yeah. So I would totally, totally do that. Um, but yeah, uh, up until then, I'll do it. But as of now, I'm uh, just a little piffed that it's a black spine as opposed to a red spine, but I guess they wanted to stand <laughs> out. Um, my my wife, who is very OCD, would be like, "Nope, sorry, red, black, red," and you're just gonna deal with it because it's put under N for Nintendo Labo. <laughs> <laughs> oh what yes, was down the same aisle. When when I saw it at Target, it was down like a different aisle. It was like with, more with like the amiibos and other Nintendo collectibles. It wasn't like with the other games. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I saw it um, later on in Target as well, and and saw that it was it was placed with the DIY stuff um, as well. There was like some other uh, Google has some DIY kits, and there was a, uh, a Raspberry Pi there as well, which I didn't even realize that Target sold Raspberry Pi. Um, but all these different things in this DIY section, and and I immediately thought back to is like, hey, we've talked about that on on the podcast about how we we felt like it was probably going to go into the DIY um, category and, and, you know, stores are already putting it there and that's, that's been pretty cool. Not only that, uh, we also talked about schools. I think it's in uh, Europe. There's already a school that's ordered it for a STEM program, which I think is great. And, and if Nintendo's smart, they'll market it to more schools. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I haven't spent a whole lot of time with Labo. I, and what I realized is I'm glad that they did this. When, so when you fire it up, um, and if you've seen this already, you know that in the, the images of each like toy con that you can create, you, it tells you how long it's going to take on average to create it. And I'm so glad they did because I was going to jump into the piano at the very beginning. I was like, that's really cool. I want to create that. And I was like, going to take like three hours or something on average. I was like, I don't have that kind of time right now. So I'm going to create the little RC car. And that took me like three minutes. So uh, you create this uh, um, Joy-Con holder first. That's like your first thing. There's like three folds in the whole thing. I don't really know what you can do with it after this, but it was kind of just a little I test thing. I think it's thing. used for like, uh, like the piano. You put that in the back, I think. I think oh, okay. might, maybe I could be wrong. I haven't done it yet, but it appears to like, don't well, throw good. it out. <laughs> okay, good. Cause I was like, I don't need this anymore. Um, 
So, uh, sorry, I just imagined, um, you guys watch, um, who is it? Uh, Lamar Wilson on YouTube. Like sometimes when he throw things, it just like, that's what I imagined me doing. Um, anyhow, we'll, we'll add that in post. That's right. <laughs> um, but I created that and then I did create the, the little RC car. Um, so it's, it's, it's something, um, it, it does work. It's kind of cool. I didn't realize you could go in and then adjust uh, the the vibration um, sensitivity and everything, so you can you know lower it really down or crank it up all the way. And it's interesting because you think cranking up all the way makes it go faster, but actually you kind of get in the get got to get in that like sweet spot to to make it go faster. And so I think that's going to come in you know really handy when you did some like races with other people and and stuff like that. So there's a little more to it than I was expecting. And uh, you know, this, this is probably the easiest one of the whole thing. I, it's kind of pointless, but it goes on your switch and makes it look like you have an actual remote Um, kind of dumb, but that's pointless. Yeah. So much. Um, That was probably, this, this is the easiest one to make for sure. Um, Those two folds right there done. I just made a lab, a toy con on air right there, right before your eyes. That's, that's all you got to do. Boom, done. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm most interested in and in, uh, in playing around with the piano one. So I just gonna kind of set or set aside two or three hours at some point to uh, to play around with the piano one. Um, what do you guys, uh, Barry? You, you're the only one at the one that got it. Which which one are you most excited about uh, creating? Uh, honestly, <clears throat> the fishing rod and the motorcycle. Uh, I think are for me are the most exciting. Uh, besides the robot, um, but yeah. I'm, I am kind of upset, though, Steve, to see that your Toy-Con RC car does not have a couple kitchen knives duct taped to the front of it so you could do battle with the other one because uh, you can make two of them and battle them. You know, I'm, I'm, I really wanted to see some kitchen knives in there, you know, really get them to the death. That's that's true. I haven't got time to uh, to make my other one yet because it only takes five minutes. Um, but <laughs> I haven't got that time yet. So one of these one of these days, yeah, I'll uh, I'll have to give my wife the other one, and we'll we'll have a little battle on there. It is pretty cool that you can do uh, two from the same switch. So that's that's kind of fun because we don't have a second switch yet. So that's kind of fun that you can do that. Um, but. Yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll kind of share our our toy cons a little more in, in future episodes. Maybe we can kind of make a little you know a segment for a few episodes to uh, to kind of show off what we've been creating lately. Um, in addition, to what we've been playing lately, maybe like our our latest creation or something, and and maybe we'll kind of create our own things at some point. I really uh, would like to create the guitar there. I don't know uh, if I'm ever going to get around to it, um, but it would be really awesome to to create the the, the guitar. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> so let's let's shift our, our attention a little bit uh, to Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo Switch. Um, and we know that it's coming out this year. It was announced. We talked a lot about it in the past podcast. But uh, we don't really know hardly anything about it right now. So for unless until we know start to know a little more about it, we thought it'd be fun to kind of talk about some different aspects and make some predictions and and talk about our hopes and dreams about Super Smash Brothers for Switch. Um, so today we're going to start off with talking about characters that we would like to see in the game. Um, so Greg, you want to start us off? Any any characters that you've been thinking about that you would like to see in the Switch version of Super Smash Brothers? Yes, there's 
quite a number of them actually, but I can just do some at a time. And I'm sure if I don't want to take all everyone else's thunder on those, some of the same characters, but initially I would definitely like to see Mega Man return. I think having the legacy collection helps promote that to have him return along with Mega Man 11 coming later this year. But in addition to that, I think it would be really cool if we did get like Simon Belmont and Bomberman, some of these other big, like, have a big battle like, between Mario and Sonic and all these original games like and Samus. I just think that would be the perfect topping on the cake right there just to have some other third-party characters that come right in and join the Nintendo greats on the best platform of all time here. So Nice. Nice. Very, very good. I think that kind of rises to the top that you would really like to see on Switch. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to count. Characters in Smash Wii U slash 3DS, including DLC characters, I, I'm I'm expecting them all to return. So I'm not gonna. I obviously Mega Man, but I expect them to return. I expect that to be the groundwork. I would be very disappointed if there's any characters cut, especially first party characters. Like if for whatever reason Square said no, we don't want Cloud to return, or Capcom said no, we don't want Ryu to return. That's one thing. That's out of Nintendo's hands. But Every character that Nintendo should return and every third party should return. Uh, and I would like to see all previously cut characters return too. Just let, let's go back to the precedent set by Melee, all returning characters. Um, so going on for that, adding a new character. Um, my, my vote when they did the Smash vote was Bomberman, which uh, Greg said. Uh, so my character that I would like to see next is King K rule. I think, I think really need to get some classic DKC love. Uh, and, and if uh, my wife was listening, she would be like, no Dixie Kong, Dixie Kong. <laughs> so I'm going to do an honorable mention Dixie Kong there for her. Um, but at least some, some classic DKC representation, nothing no. against retros entries, but I like to see some of the more representation from rares. No easy mode with funky. Oh, <laughs> uh, well you could do funky. I'd be fine with funky Kong too. <laughs> How about candy? <laughs> not. You know what? If they do candy, though, it has to be the CGI Donkey Kong Country TV show candy with those weird big lips. Like, it has to be that one. I'm, I'm hoping for Cranky myself. That'd be awesome. And Scrooge McDuck, too. You know? There you go. Big pogo go. stick wars. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you guys are you're talking about a third party. I think it'd be really cool to bring in third party. In my mind, I immediately went to Shovel Knight. We've talked about Shovel Knight before, hoping that it was in the last one. Uh, a lot of people voted for it uh, in, in the Smash Ballot as well. Um, and I thought of Bayonetta. I know they had that great um, connection there. And it'd be interesting if they, they bring that back uh, or bring that into their... Um, and uh, Meat Boy as well. I was I thought about like we talked about uh, how um, interesting like Meat Boy is selling like crazy on on Switch and especially this new one and uh, and so I thought it'd be interesting to to bring in Meat Boy especially since he's so small and that can kind of have a little different uh, elements to the game as well. Um, but in terms of first party, I immediately went to Arms. It'd be in, in, entirely surprising if they didn't throw Arms characters in there. They I. I agree. I mean, Arms is a, is a no-brainer. At least a, a you know ribbon girl slash you know, I, de- definitely. Um, and Spring Man, like have them alternate costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a little against Meat Boy, and I'm going to tell you why. I like I like Meat Boy. I like Super Meat Boy. Um, 
I think for Nintendo characters, it doesn't matter if they're new or old um, because it's Nintendo's game. But I think for third-party characters, they should be established, classic, important characters. And yes, Meeple, Super Meat Boy is a great game, but he's not like an old-school character. And I know someone's going to listen to this and go, but Bayonetta's a new character. <laughs> and that's true. But Bayonetta is virtually Nintendo at this point. Um, so because of that, um, I can let that slide. But you look at all the other third-party characters they've ever had. Sonic, classic. Snake, classic. Pac-Man, classic. Ryu, classic. Cloud, even though I think Final Fantasy VII is way overrated, it's still classic <laughs> at this point. Um, you know, so you, you have those characters. And so would those, you, oh, Mega Man, of course, is classic, too. So would you say the same thing about, about Shovel Knight, then? Because uh, you know I mean, it's a kind of modern classic, but it's not really classic. I would, I would honestly say the same thing about Shovel Knight because it is, it's modern classic, and I think, I think, I think if Shovel Knight got in there, there had to be other characters that are more deserving first, and those to me, and this is personal, is Bomberman, is Bonk, Bonk should be there. <laughs> I mean, that was a, the big rival. Um, another Sonic character or, or other Sega properties, you know, you get like Beat from uh, Jack Grind Radio or something like that. That would be a really cool character. You can get uh, Kid Chameleon that can change to different costumes. Vector Man. I mean, there's so many Sega characters you could throw in. You could go back to Konami, Simon Belmont or any of the Belmonts. Soma Cruz. I mean, there's so many good Castlevania characters that should have a representation in there. So you look back at these classic old school franchises, these long running franchises um, that have appeared on Nintendo systems. And I think a representation from those should be there before a newer franchise, just because of the, the pedigree that is Smash Brothers. And that's my personal opinion. Feel free to disagree all you want. Sure. Greg, what do you think? Well, I don't think Cloud fits under that rule because I don't think he's really appeared in on Nintendo platform. Theater Rhythm and Theater Rhythm Curtain Call has both appeared in and both are on 3DS. That's true. But they're not, yeah, they're not classics it's in not, there. So I, get, I get where Fantasy. you're going. And it's also not Final Fantasy VII, so. You're right, but it's not. But but they did appear. He did appear, at least. I actually would like to see a lot more of the villain characters. I mean, we can get yeah. like Dr. Eggman, we can nice. get whatever. Captain K. Rule, obviously, like Barry said earlier, would be really cool. Um, Ridley, too big, no. <laughs> <laughs> Another really cool one, if they could do, um, they could do Grima from Fire Emblem uh, Awakening. I think that'd be really cool, but because he was added to Fire Emblem Heroes, so I was like, eh, I can get another undead dragon. <laughs> that's see, that's that's a iffy category there, Greg. Only because there's so many people, and I'm not with them. I'm not with them. I'm all for more Fire Emblem characters, but there's a lot of people that are too yes. many Fire Emblem characters. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm not huge into Roy or Ike, so I could wouldn't mind if either of them got an axe to. You know, Roy's but, our boy. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I really think that um, the next game will have its like main player be added, though. So they've already done like the promotion with Roy before his game came out. They did like um, they obviously added Corrin in after kind of after the fact. But um, I would think that the upcoming Fire Emblem game to be released this year will probably have their main character probably roped in to help sell it well do you think they'll agree to do the uh smash ballot again yes i i would think so in a heartbeat 
I also think there'll be additional DLC characters after the initial roster of like close to 60 or whatever, if not more, 65, 70. Now, here's a question. Do you think the Mii Fighters will be back? Because I want them back. I think it's part of Nintendo's history at this mm-hmm. point, but do you think they'll be back? It's a good point because they, I don't know if they'll have the, you know, the, the customizable Mii characters. I don't know. Like, as you can bring all those in. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they would. I don't know. It depends. I, I can see, I can see yes and I can see no. I mean, weren't the Mii Fighter or the Mii Racer still in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? Did they leave him in or did they take him out? I forget. I think they left them in. I think. I, I don't remember seeing them. I in don't there, remember. Though. Maybe not. I don't know. You know, I was just playing it the other day, and I was yeah. If if you're in the chat, let let us know. Um, but I, I remember I would just played it like a week or two ago, and and I remember some sometimes I do pick my me character when I you know it's when someone else picks you know dry bones or, or Yoshi or something like that. I don't get my normal character. A lot of times I'll go to my me character, and I don't remember seeing it on the roster at all. So. It would be interesting, yeah. I mean, because Mies are still a thing for Switch because you can pick them as your um, your uh, your avatar or whatever for your icon. Nope, but it's there. Are they there? Yep. Me, me is still in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Okay. So if me is still there in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, then it's Mii Fighter should remain. The three, even if it's generic, just the three versions, Mii Fighter should remain. And I also think I'll probably match, match um, Wii U's version where you can't use them online for... The custom moves type stuff. So, yeah, that is well, that's another are, thing. Our custom moves coming back. That's true. Save it for another podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have plenty before you three later. Yes, yeah, and and most likely, I mean, we're. I think we're all probably thinking this is this is a holiday twenty eighteen title. Um, I mean, I I think we're all in agreement on this. We've talked about it before about um, September. So, so we're probably yeah maybe maybe September at, at the earliest probably so you know we have we have plenty of time to talk about what we think is going to happen and uh, and yeah E3 is right around the corner so they'll probably tell a lot more information then but until then uh, yeah let us know you know in the in the chat what what characters you hope to see in Smash Brothers and we'll revisit revisit it a little bit uh, later after we see your responses so any other thoughts about the the possibilities for Smash Brothers characters before we move on. Well, one for me that's way out in left field that I know they'll never get approval of would be Mickey Mouse. That way you can see who's better, Mario or Mickey. But oh, never, never. That's, what, that's no. exactly what I was saying. That's like the farthest branch, farthest away. <laughs> what about Waluigi? There's a following for him. There you go. Our Marvel characters. There you go. They strike the deal with Disney. You get to bring Marvel in there. Nintendo yeah. versus Marvel, just like Capcom versus Marvel. So, there or Marvel versus Capcom. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, if they bring back every character, I expect no fewer than 20 new characters added to the roster. And I'm putting that down. And, and I will be disappointed if there's not that many. And here's why. Because you have, they already have the groundwork. You, you can't, like even Mario Kart 8, which had the groundwork done, they added, what, six new characters or something like that? Um, so if they could do that for Mario, they could do that with Smash. I'm sorry, it's it's easy enough to do. Yes, I know balancing is an issue, but you've had three, four years. You're only doing 20 characters. Yeah, how how long did they say before that it takes them to create a character and have it all balanced and everything with the with the game? It, it took several months, I remember. Yeah, but there's also you know they I could think put it was more like three months, it. wasn't it? 
don't so, know the size of the team. So if they've been working on this version for, let's say, two years, what that's like three, six, nine, twelve, eight, eight new characters at least. But maybe they've been working on it simultaneously. You know, maybe it's not just, you know, the original team. Maybe they have broadened that out um, in order to make it even you know bigger for a better game and going in the future. And so maybe they can work on multiple characters at once. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, kind of nearing the end of today's podcast, we do want to talk about uh, upcoming releases. Um, they're going to come out in the next couple weeks because, uh, spoiler alert, uh, we actually are moving the podcast schedule from once a month to twice a month. We're now going to go every other week on the Nintendo Fuse podcast. And so right now we're just going to look to the future and the next couple weeks there's going to be a lot of games coming out. Nintendo's been popping them out like crazy. But uh, over the next couple of weeks, is there anything that just stands out to you that you're particularly excited about, Greg? Yep, I would say that uh, Awesome Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2, I think it comes out the May 25th or something like that. Can't really looking forward to playing the classic Mega Man games again. <laughs> nice. Nice. How about you, Barry? Uh, off the top of my head, Shantae and maybe Hero Warriors Legends to do it again, or Hero Warriors uh, Complete. Um, for me, I forget what's coming out. I just have everything pre-ordered, and then I get like that little pop-up from from on the phone. It's like Amazon, like, oh, your order of this is shipped. I'm like, oh wow, that's coming out already. All right, I guess I'll be playing that tomorrow, or you know, nice. at least I'll have it to play. So it's kind of like Christmas. I don't, I don't even know what's coming out anymore. There's too many games. <laughs> it's true. Since you go over the whole collection, you're gonna have everything, and it just kind of arrives, and you're like, oh look, that's cool. Look now, I can play this. You know, like this is available to play. That's awesome. Yeah, I agree with uh, Hyrule Warriors. I, I'm excited about it. I'm still on the fence if I'm going to get it or or not. I really like the, the Wii U version. I didn't get it on 3DS because I thought it was a little too soon to double dip. But maybe this one says it sticks the stuff together. So I'm, I'm holding out on that. But that comes out May 18th. Um, Super Chariot. Um, I'm not particularly excited about the game. What I am particularly excited about is that they are incorporating hue lights into the game. And that is just, that's almost enough for me to get it just to check it out. Um, Cause I'm not excited about the game, like I said, but I'm wondering like how it all works and I want to play around with that sort of thing. And it'd be, I've always thought it'd be cool to have like total environmental um, kind of control and, and stuff on games. I don't know if, if super chariots, the one that I would, you know, had pictured in my mind to do that with, um, I'd be, you know, it'd be a lot better if it was like, you know, breath of the wild or, or something, but, uh, but it is interesting. So I'm kind of on the fence just because of the hue light uh, integration into that. And, uh, and also, um, like Barry said, Shantae, um, I've actually got a, a preview copy uh, of it. And so, um, I've been itching to, to put it in. I've been traveling a lot the last couple of weeks, so I haven't gotten a chance to actually download it yet, but I'll be, uh, excited to play that in pretty soon as well. The super cherry. It's one of those games that, that annoys me simply because in here it's coming digitally, but in Europe it's, it's coming out physically. So it's one of those I have to import now. And it's like, Oh man, why can't we just get this in English? And then the moment it comes from Europe, it'll be like, Oh yeah, here's the English release. Now I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah 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 so uh dj burgess in the in the chats uh excited about getting a, both a switch and a 3ds xl he's uh getting the glass galaxy style for his 21st birthday this year so happy early birthday dj dj and uh he's he's particularly excited about the the pokemon 
games and uh, Ocarina of Time 3D on the 3DS. So that's pretty cool. They're great games. Uh, we've talked about them a lot uh, here on the podcast. So um, kind of scroll back through our, our archives and you'll see us talk a lot about uh, Ocarina of Time 3D and, and all the Pokemon games. Um, they've even got to the top of our games of the year list sometimes. So we're big fans of Pokemon around here. So. Uh, so I mentioned earlier uh, that we are going to be shifting to two episodes a month on average. So every other week we'll be bringing the Nintendo Fuse podcast to you. I hope you guys enjoy this new schedule that we're trying out for a little while. Um, unfortunately, like we, we've alluded to earlier, um, Hassan is trying to get away from us still. Um, Barry's working hard on uh, you know keeping him tied up. Um, but, uh, but hopefully... Hopefully uh, we keep him around, but until then, you know, until he comes back, we figured in order to make up for him being gone, we would, we would go to a a more frequent schedule uh, to bring some Nintendo talk to you guys. And I hope you enjoy it. Um, And one of the other things that we're going to be doing is also going to be relying upon you to bring some content to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. So one way that you can do that is of course, jumping in the chat. Um, If you have not jumped in the YouTube chat while we record live, make sure you do that. We'd love to, to hear your comments and thoughts about the the topics that we bring up every time. And if you're listening to it later, throw your comments down there and we'll refer to them in the next podcast as well. But you can also email us at podcast at nintendofuse.com. And if you have a, a cool question, we'll bring it up into the next podcast and uh, kind of try to refer to uh, a few of your questions every podcast episode um, and kind of a mailbag sort of uh, segment at, near the end. So um, if you've got a question, something you would like us to chat about, uh, make sure you either throw it in the comments or contact us on Twitter, Facebook, or, of course, email us at podcast at nintendofuse.com. Um, we're going to wrap it up really soon, but uh, any kind of final thoughts for today's podcast? Greg, you got anything? Nope. Just excited to see more about that Nintendo Online service and hope it comes sooner than later. But <laughs> at least information on it. I know the service itself is not coming till September, but more information sooner. Yeah, that'd be good. Barry, any, any final thoughts? I think um, Nintendo really... I retract what I said before. They shouldn't go for those really great games. They should just fill up this whole download service uh, with the worst NES games possible. Get Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde on there. Get Silver Surfer, Uncanny X-Men. Like, just make this a crap fest. Like, let's let's make it happen. Bring out the worst of the NES library. Let's make the whole thing one giant AVGN uh, episode or something like that. Nice. Just match the, uh, the, the horribleness of the, the online chat app to the, the NES library, you know, that they yeah. both got to, you know, and which is worse. have that brawl stutter, you know, like when playing brawl <laughs> right. Wii, you know, it has to be terrible, like terrible service. Like make it, make it 14.4 dial up only. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. It's a shame there's a chance for Zelda 2 to me. <laughs> Everyone hates that <laughs> game. Well, if we can throw Zelda 2 in there for <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> but, but you only get one, one hit and you're dead. It, it's like extreme Dark Souls edition. 
Oh, wow. Well, that brings us to an end for episode 148 of the Nintendo Fuse podcast. If you are new to this podcast, make sure you subscribe. We would love to uh, to have your subscription, toss your you know comments and thoughts and everything in YouTube or any other podcatcher that you use to listen or watch the Nintendo Fuse podcast. We'd love to have your, your feedback, your comments as, as well. Send in your questions and we'll refer to them ne- in the next podcast at podcast at NintendoFuse.com. And uh, again, thanks so much. And we'll be back in two weeks with another episode of the Nintendo Fuse podcast. Greg, Barry, thanks for joining us. See you later. See ya. See ya.